0: Yes, welcome to the new sports podcast. Tinnies on the Hill bring a new sport from around the world and here in Oz. So sit back, put the headphones on now, and enjoy the dribble. There once was a ship that put to sea The name of the ship was a bully of tea The winds blew up her bow up down or below my bully boys blow <gasps> Soon may the willow man come To bring my sugar and tea and rum One day when the tonguing is done We'll take a leave and go Yes, welcome to Tinnies on a Hill I'm your host Raffles and joining me Each week will be Stephen Page How are
1: we? Yeah, good to be here, mate. Looking now, forward to it.
0: Now, Paige, I want to start each episode with a on this day. So, on this day in 1988, a stocky little man <laughs> with a foxy little redhead gave birth to a little boy. Any clues who that is?
1: Was it Terry Lamb?
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a very young Terry Lamb. Happy birthday, mate, to start the day. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. I've had to hold that in for 15 minutes. Yeah, I didn't know you noticed. <laughs> Facebook's good for everything. NRL's finally back. It's been a long couple of weeks. Hasn't been much on TV, but I'm very excited. First game, Storm and the Rabbits. Great game, actually. They've done really mm. well putting that up first. Very much so. Now, we're going to talk about... We don't want to bore people, because everyone's probably going to have the same top five this year, I'd say. Yep. And it was the same as last year, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, pretty much. It's just like it, it looks like to a lot of the top five have that sort of consistency. that They haven't lost too many key players. They... They all look like they've got a premiership chance. And we're talking about the Roosters, the Raiders, the Rabbitohs, the Storm and the Panthers. And I, it's very hard to find a grand final coming from anyone outside of those top five teams.
0: Well, all the talks about Souths at the moment, everybody is backing Souths. And you can't blame them after their charity shield match. Um, they just looked ready to go. And they've got depth in positions now. They brought in depth.
1: Yep. Well, put it this way: like I don't think you can judge too much on the charity shield because oh, I think that Dragons team is abysmal. But uh, that Souths team looks like they've got strength in all areas. And look, you bring in a guy like Jai Arrow who can, and, and they're starting him off the bench, and he's you can't you can't say he's a you know state of origin rep because they were up up at the bare bones last year. But, but he's a got, starting He's in the starting lineup. Um, he, he's in the starting lineup for fourteen, 14 out out of the sixteen teams. teams. That's exactly know. right. And it's like they've they've got strength in depth, and I think that's always one of the biggest things over the course of a twenty six week season. That if you can have players that can that are already proven that can step up to the mark uh, when you have injuries, because every team's going to have injuries over the course of a season. Um, I just to to be honest, looking at the South team, I like they they have a couple of injuries. I They've got this next man up mentality, and I think they look... For me personally, they're my favourites for the season.
0: All right, they're your favourites. Okay, we're into that early. Now, (laughs) they're up against a storm on Thursday nights, and I can't believe it, but they have a big three again. Yep. They have a big three again. And this is probably prompting Bellamy to have a little look at his career. I think he
1: might be staying down there. Well, I, I, I think he should stay down there, to be honest. It's like... What, funny... what club? What besides? Actually, the Roosters
0: could probably do it, but how do you lose the best bloody player in the competition and gain the best bloody player in the competition?
1: Well, I think the funny thing is with the Storm, it's like they lost Cam Smith, and then now, but they still have two of the best four hookers in the game. They have do you Harry, reckon? They have Harry Grant, Brandon Smith.
0: I, have, Brandon Smith, is the most overrated footballer in the competition. Mm, right I, thought, now. I thought. I thought. Don't I thought get was... me wrong. He's good. He's good. But he is not as good as everyone thinks he is.
1: I would put him in the top four with Harry Grant, uh, Brendan Smith, uh, Damian Cook, and Appy Corrissau. I would love to hear who you think is a better hooker than Brandon Smith.
0: I don't mind Jaden Brayley for the Knights. You haven't seen
1: much of him though. He's been injured a lot. I just,
0: I just, I think he's a good player. I think locks suits him better than hooker.
1: I've never, yeah, look, I, I honestly agree, but like that, I think that's one of the things about his versatility that he's just had to become versatile. Because of Cam Smith being in that squad, Josh Hodson. I'm just um, going through the team. Yeah, actually, Hodson. yeah. Sorry, I apologise. I missed out on Josh Hodson because he had that ACL injury last year. It's a vital position now, Hooker. <laughs> I think Hook is nearly as vital as a halfback right now. I think it's probably one of the, especially with the speed of the game these days. I think Hook is probably your most important position, and I think that's why you're starting to see a few guys popping in the first grade who. Might not be your traditional hookers, but they've got that speed out of dummy half that's going to cause havoc with the speed of the
0: game. Right, so we're both pretty confident Storm's going to be up there. And they even if they don't win it, they always win enough games.
1: Like, they just win games. Oh, they're annoying enough that you can... You may as well just bet on them every single week and you'll come up plus out of the end of the season. So. Well, I can't believe I'm saying this, but
0: the team that I think's going under the radar are the Roosters. Why, why are Souths better than the Roosters? Why are the Storm better than the Roosters? That team is unbelievable. I think they're sliding under the radar.
1: Okay, so my big thing with the Roosters, I think I think their lineup on paper is probably the best in the comp or second best in the comp. But my big thing with them is have they advanced in the last 12 months? My big concern is they had Cole Flanagan start as number 7 last year and now they've moved him on cuz they thought he wasn't up to standard. They've talked about Sam Walker, and now they're starting Lachlan Lamb as a six for the first week of the season. I don't know if they've figured out their half problem. Well, I'm going to save my rebuttal until we start talking about the dogs for that
0: one, because I'll get stuck into those two teenagers who they've earmarked as better players than a two-season NRL player that you Bulldogs fans think is going to be the saviour. I mean, turn it up, Fatman. So let's leave that argument. I am not going to talk about that argument. Until we get to the Bulldogs. Of course. Man, the yeah. argument. We'll save that one. But Don't worry, I've got plenty of
1: material for that, mate, so I'm looking forward to it. But the Roosters, they can win. That backline is. That one to five is the best backline in the club. i Cop.
0: tell you, be nervous. Josh Morris.
1: Josh so, Look. look. Sawali's. So <laughs> they're bringing him in. Sawali's going to play this year. Put it this way. Sawali's so going to play. They had a lot of injuries last year, but I've. The likes of Brett Morris and Josh Morris. I don't know if they've found the fountain of youth because they still looked amazing last year. They, As a Dogs fan, personally, I'm really frustrated that we moved them on because we thought they were getting too old. They, they still look like one of the best center wing pairings in the comp. And the fact that you they can have, have that one to five and have Suwali as not backup. in the squad at the moment, Suwali's going to get a lot of time, especially when Tedesco goes to Origin. They're going to have a lot of... Time to like feed him in. I think they're going to do it very slowly, but I think he's going to be a guy at the end of the season. He's going to be in their starting lineup.
0: Yeah, well, I still have them in front of South. I know all the talks about South, but I've still got them in front of South. Uh, and then we're up to the Penny Panthers. Now, the Panthers, they're in my grand final. You don't win 19 games straight and just lose it over four months off season.
1: Look, uh, my big thing with the Panthers is I still think. The Panthers were, last year were one of the best teams I've seen in the last 10 years, to be perfectly honest. Uh, the big thing that I have with the Panthers last year is I always say uh, it's easy to win games by looking good, but if you can win games when you play bad, that's a sign of a champion team. They won a lot of games when they weren't at their best. Their two semi semi-finals leading into the grand final, they were terrible, yeah. but they won. Exactly, and they've got a squad that... Their top 17, I think... Can win the comp. My concern is for them that too many players in their squad last year showed a bit of promise, and they lost a bit of depth. They but lost I asked, Steve. Their their depth
0: goes a long way.
1: It's not like every other club where you lose four, It's struggle. Their depth, yeah. But like the, but my concern is that They're it's just de- like they you, have
0: depth that we haven't seen yet.
1: You're trusting a lot of youth that has gone sight unseen. You've lost a guy like James Tarmo who's a who leads. Like he's gone straight to West Tigers, yeah, and is now captain up for the They've lost. Uh, Mansoor, they've lost Hetherington, they've lost Tetevano, they've lost... Hetherington? Mate, well, he's... he
0: couldn't make the 17. He'll, he would have been oh, in no, the 17. No, mate, the dogs have got him. We better talk <laughs> Hetherington up. The dogs have got him. Well, I, didn't I mean... can't wait till I just tear into the dogs, but it's going to be in about 40 minutes when we're talking about the teams running 15th to uh, 16th. Don't
1: worry, he'll win proper the year this year, oh, Hetherington. Yeah, so. He
0: plays three games a year. He can't control
1: his temper. Yeah, well, he'll, yeah, those three games he'll be fucking... So, so
0: you're up. having the Panthers miss the final
1: no no i i have the panthers top four but like my only concern is that if they do get injuries they don't have the depth that they used to have it's like obviously they
0: were obviously going to lose players but you got to remember they're all still young and that that grand final experience will be great for them
1: yeah it's it and i
0: think charlie stains is better than mansell
1: oh i i do too but it's, it's it's also the fact that it's like you can't when Josh Mansour was injured, you could bring in Charlie Staines. Yeah. If Charlie Staines get injured, who do you put, do you put in? You're, you're bringing in one of the, uh, like, the the worst of the Jennings. Can so. I just
0: say on the Matt Burton situation too, and, I mean, the way we, I... We think, call
1: him the saviour over at the Bulldogs. Yeah, blog, well, know so.
0: well, he's a reserve grader, you would. <laughs> um, fantastic by the Panthers to hold their ground and say no. Yeah, well, I mean, But I don't understand why Bert wants to go there, right? So I know you Dogs fans think you're going to have a better in. You might because your team's slightly better. Not really. But um, by him going to the Dogs, does he really get anything out of getting beat, let's say, 80% of the games? Or forcing your way... And He may never get a chance to win a premiership with the Dogs, but he's got a chance with
1: Penrith to win one this year.
0: Why the hell does he want to leave that club?
1: Yeah, but you're talking about winning a premiership. It's just like... He's not even in the stops. Uh, the top seventeen, so it's like, yeah. He'll he can, get in he, that can, 17. he can be a part of the squad winning a competition, but he's going to be sitting on the sidelines. He'll be in that 17. I don't think he will. It's just like... I, the fact is that this year they've been talking about him playing in the centres. He's not getting over Luai or Nathan Cleary. The concern is or that Crichton they're going to... Or or well, Naden or... They're going to pigeonhole Momorovsky's starting this week as well.
0: Well, what if that's one like, of the halves goes down?
1: Yeah, but that's... He's now starting that's half like in a grand a pure hypothetical, because it's like every team in the comp has... A set of halves, if the half goes down, yeah, oh. then someone will have to step up in their place. But so my... if
0: you're him, if you're Burton, put your team aside. I know you're a Dogs fan. Yeah. Put them aside. You're going to the worst team in the competition... Not staying with the premiership favourites. No,
1: I would I would go to the team that provides me with the best opportunity to be the best player I can be. He's still playing football. No, not... Is he, though? He's playing reserve grade. There was no reserve grade last year and he didn't play a game. Yeah, well, a and, then the problem, and then the problem was, it's like, if he plays reserve grade this year, yeah, that's fine. But he he develops much more as a footballer if he plays first grade. Oh, bullshit. I reckon the Penrith reserve grade team would beat that NRL team the dogs are throwing out. I'm, anyway.
0: I'm upset. I'm, I'm upset. you'll you'll get more upset when we actually (laughs) get to all right and the Raiders I've put in the top five you're a bit iffy about this but I think this is this is the Raiders last year with this squad to win the premiership and I have a Penrith Raiders grand final I think a lot of us are forgetting they made the grand final two years ago and then last year they were probably the team that got dotted by COVID Oh, I mean Melbourne had to move completely but I still think that was a more balanced situation Have you forgot, have you
1: forgot about the New Zealand Warriors? who oh, the Warriors I forget about the Warriors <laughs> Most people forget about, forget about, about anyway the Warriors so. all the time
0: but, but again the Warriors didn't have to travel like Canberra did yeah, they Canberra were doing yep. three and a half hours flights three and a half hours driving driving back and they had to go back the same day yep. and they started the year so bad yep. and, that, and, and you could tell by the end of the year that drained them and it drained um, White more than anyone. In origin, he was just tired. People go, you shouldn't have played him in the centres. Yes, you should have played him in the centres. He was just so tired from the year. It had finally had caught up to him. And I think a lot of the Canberra players, that had finally caught up to him. They didn't have Hodgson at hooker. Now they got Hodgson and Sterling, which you need, by the looks of it this year, you need two good hookers. Yep, to rotate, to keep that pace up with the new rules that are coming in. So I think the Raiders, this is their last chance. This is their last year with this squad. Yep, and They, they haven't lost anything and they've probably gained some players. So I think it's going to be Raiders-Penrith-Grand Final. Look,
1: uh, to, to be honest, I think you bring up some great points, in, especially with the Josh Hodson situation. They they were a good team last year and they didn't have the one of the best number nines in the comp. Anyone loses their best hooker, a team's going to regress. But I think... It was funny how like Canberra had showed more depth than a lot of teams I thought did. I think Whiten's one of the best five eights in the comp. He's my favourite player I, in the competition. I honestly, like, I, my only pet peeve with that chat was I think he should have been five eight for New South Wales because I yeah, think he's the best New South Wales five eight we've got. I agree with that, but yeah. also he's uh, also one of the best centers. He was in the, the best comp. center we <laughs> had, and it
0: wasn't a problem the year before when we yep. had Travoyevich and uh, Whiten in the thing. But it, I will. This is my first prediction of the year. Whiten will be the 5'8 for New South Wales this year. I could give you the whole New South Wales backline right if now.
1: He, if he's not the 5'8, I'll be pretty upset. Yeah. And the only person I think that might usurp him is a 5'8 for uh, New South Wales. I think the only other person is Jerome Lewi. And if they're going to go for that sort of combination. But besides that, I think this is a conversation for 10 weeks down yeah. the line. But uh, I, like, honestly, with that Canberra team... I think they've got a I think they've got a real chance like they did suffer injuries last year. They do have some sort of strength in depth as well. They have some young guys coming through which we saw to the end of the season when they were already set for the semifinals and Jack Whiten is in the top three players in the comp at the moment. so it's just like if you have a guy like that and you have one of the best hookers in the game, it's hard to They've say no to a team too. like that.
0: And a good halfback. Yeah. All right, that was a big, long first session. So wrapping up, I'm going Raiders-Penrith, my grand final, and your grand final?
1: Uh, it's South versus whoever turns, turns up in the other side of the comp. So oh, I think maybe... Pick the splinters out of your ass, <laughs> <laughs> It might be... I'm, I'll go South Canberra.
0: South Canberra. Canberra. All right, we'll take a short break, and we'll come back with uh, the Chasing Pack.
1: I'm just sitting on a fence. You can say I got no sense Trying to make up my mind Really is so hard So I'm sitting on events. Yes,
0: welcome back. Now, Paige, I don't know if we're going to make this a weekly thing, but I'm going to throw a few uh, questions at you. We're going to call it Back and Sack for now. I either mm. want you to back it or sack the idea. Now, 360 on Monday was some of the best TV I've seen. Kronk and Buzz, going at it over Kronk's double-dipping in the coaching with the Roosters and the Storm. Whose side are you on? Are you a Buzz man or are you a Kronk man?
1: I could not be more on Cooper Kronk's side, uh, humanly possible. I think it's an absolute joke that he's getting in a bit of strife for this. Um, we've seen multiple coaches over the last 15, 20 years coach for multiple, uh, multiple Assistant teams. coaches? Yeah, um, Andrew but Johns has been... No, not
0: it No, not assistant <laughs> coach, not in the actual... you got your coach, your, your defensive, your attacking, your assistant coach. In that four groups, Andrew Johns has never been that. He's just a he's just a halves coach. But he's does it, does he's it, not in the game plan. Does it matter he's what not the, in the title vi- is? Yes, it does, because he's not in the video sessions. He's not breaking down. How do you he's know in, he's
1: not in the video sessions? He's not in the video sessions. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm just... He's, but, but, he's never been an assistant coach. Okay, well, for me there is no discrepancy between but he should sorry he shouldn't do that anyway he shouldn't have been allowed to do that anyway well for me there's no discrepancy between a specialist coach coaching for multiple teams and what Cooper Cronk's doing now i think oh, the shit. fact is if you're like cooper cronk said if if you're a person who can you know Look at a job one way, and look at like a career one way, and stuff like that. I don't think it's a big issue. Like, it's a Andrew, massive issue. Andrew Johns has coached multiple to eek. He, he was he- coaching Newcastle Para and the Dogs in the same and year. Manly
0: too, I think, we're in there as well.
1: Put it this way: like, do you, do you get upset when Daryl Halligan is a goal kicking coach for five different teams?
0: Stephen, kicking is not a game plan. that's you've got a. How is that? Any, but he helps, helps not teams win. Ga-
1: he helps teams win games.
0: Yeah, but he's not looking at the opposition. Going, I oh, know what he's about to do. He's not yelling out to Jeff Toovey, go, he's going to kick it left to right from this kick. Is, how does that affect the game plan? But
1: has you're been, you're yeah. also looking at it the way that Buzz has talked about Cooper Cronk. Cooper Cronk Stephen, has there's told... Two,
0: there's two parts to this, right? Yep. There's the coaching side that's... it's not the right thing to do because, by both teams. If I'm the Storm, I, why do you want him there? If he's assistant coach, what if they play each other in the grand final? He's yep. been to training, he, he, you might not think he's in plays. Do you think Cooper Cronk's going to go, oh, shit, I've seen this play before. What's he going to go? I'm just going to bite my lip and not tell Robo that you play's coming to come into the
1: wing or look, center or Look, put or it what? this way. You're going to have to ask Cooper Cronk about that situation, but the big thing... I, I think I'll get to him. But the, yeah, well, hopefully episode 3 we'll get Cooper Cronk on here. But um, I think, personally, from what I saw from the discussion, I think Cooper Cronk is understanding of he the was, situation where he's a coach at one he team He was well prepared for he, the situation. Yeah, he, 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 was he literally well he prepared. was. He looked like he was it reading was notes the whole time. But my big thing is just like the fact is that like he's not He's a consultant for the Melbourne Storm to chat to their halves about but certain situations. That's part two of it. Why is he a consultant to the Storm? Because he's probably one of the best halves in the game. So it's Incorrect. Like... It's because he took a pay cut when he was playing with
0: them and they'd be saying, after you retire, we're going to pay you this much money. That's that's, that's the second you can't,
1: part. You can't put... That sort of claim On the storm And then have guys (laughs) That's the one team I
0: can put claim on There's actually No no It's the two teams involved That you can put Exactly that claim on I did
1: not finish that claim I said you can't put that claim on the storm and then look at the situation that happened with Sam Burgess and Greg Inglis at the South Sydney Rabbitohs and then think that that's like, the exact same thing. It happens with every team. Every team. Look, look at some but of the guys who've but got. A, Stephen, look at some of the guys
0: that their wages are in the salary cap.
1: Yeah, but look at some of the guys who've got a job at the league club and they're pouring beers for three hundred thousand dollars a year. It, it happens. It's what happens. And but there is a coaching salary cap these days where everyone has to be put in it. And the big thing that. I saw from the interview, everyone was saying to Cooper Cronk, it's just like, oh, so you're under two-team salary cap. Why don't you know where the money's coming from? I put it to most people: if I'm getting paid at my job, I don't know exactly where it's coming oh, from. I don't know what.
0: Stephen, that is such a rugby league answer. No, I don't. I don't.
1: So, believe...
0: don't put Cooper
1: Cronk in the forward
0: section. Cooper Cronk's probably the smartest rugby league player that's played. You don't reckon he knows where every single cent of his is going? I
1: don't believe that you. I don't believe when you get a paycheck, you ask exactly what account it's coming out.
0: No, of. Yeah, just the boat rocking out the front. Oh, questions asked,
1: mate. If you're get if you got a, if you're getting paid on a boat in a paper bag, then yeah, you ask questions. But if it's going straight into your bank. Account, you just take that money and you enjoy that's it. Bullshit. He knows where it's coming from, <laughs> and so there. You've got your salary
0: crap problems and your salary crap, salary crap. That's what it is. <laughs> and then let's let's say that that isn't the issue because you're not allowed to say that. But we all know. Okay, it. we all know it is, right? How is it not a conflict of interest from both? If I'm more angry, if I'm Melbourne, I think because if you're versing each other in the grand final,
1: but Melbourne had no issue with it. So okay. why are you angry as a Melbourne? All right,
0: then. As a Rooster fan, if it's tenor and Jerome Hughes has learnt something from Cooper Cronk yep. two weeks prior that sets up the try to win the grand final, I'm livid Okay, he's been so coaching Storm that have just taken a premiership off me.
1: Okay, so another, another example. So doctors and physios work across multiple teams, right? So if a doctor works for one team and then he works for another and he... Does not tell someone that they've got a knee injury or they've got this certain injury? It's like, do you think there's a conflict of interest there as well? Do you think that only? Oh, that only is a some... long bow. I mean, They're like not... doctors aren't versed in each other, Stephen. If a doctor, if, if a doctor tells you, like, if a doctor knows that Jerome Hughes has an injury. And he works for the Sydney Roosters as well. Is there not a conflict of interest there? Yes, there is. But that's my point. Like, there's going to be conflict of interest, but because you're a specialist, you work across multiple teams and multiple industries. It's like, literally, Andrew Johns worked for the uh, New South Wales Waratahs as well. It's like, that's the thing when they're it comes bit... to sport. It's just like, there's specialist coaches. The Johns argument's going nowhere with me, Stephen, because
0: <laughs> he shouldn't have done that either. I don't think he should be allowed to coach but why?
1: Okay, so why was it an issue when he did it?
0: because i believe he had nothing to do with the actual
1: game plans and all that he was actually just doing skill based stuff where kronk is... where, when he worked for the newcastle knights and who he had an invested interest in and he didn't have a sort of like he worked for the knights the Parramatta Eels, and the dogs at the exact same time do you but he not shouldn't. think how is that any different to the situation it's not That's that's my point. There's no difference to that. But
0: they need to stop it. That's the point. They need to stop this issue. They need to stop this.
1: If there is an issue with it, they have to come across it the whole board. They can't just pick Uh. out one or two people and say, you're not doing it right. When it, there's a multitude of. Well, uh, I just staff, know there's but...
0: multi-millions of dollars between coming first and coming second in a competition. Yeah, that's true. And he, wh- he, he, if one of those teams beats the other team and he's had something to do with it, I'd be absolutely ropeable if I was the other.
1: Well, team. look, if Cooper Cronk comes onto the field and kicks a field goal for Man- uh, for Melbourne to get over the Roosters, then we'll have this argument again. But, but I. Jerome I...
0: Hughes might, because he might step <laughs> yeah. to the left because Cooper Cronk's told him go this way because people mm. go that
1: way. I like that. I like anyway, that.
0: Anyway, Falau, <laughs> my boy. The Uh. (laughs) God-botherer. Should he be allowed back in the NRL?
1: Now, let's keep this short, Steve. We're just arguing for Cooper Cronk for nine minutes. (laughs) Do do you want to have an argument about this? Because Folau shouldn't be back in the game. No. There's there's no reason. No. I think he should be. Why? Because there's other idiots in the game. But he's not in the game. So why would you bring an idiot into the game?
0: Because there's people in the game that have done a mile worse than what he's done. And it's not fair on the
1: man. Yeah, but put it this way as well. It's like it's a lot. It's a lot harder to get sacked from a job than to get hired for for a job. Put it this way, Falau isn't. If he was in the NRL, would he have been sacked? I don't know. That's my. That's my. He wouldn't have been. But that's my point. He wouldn't have been. That's my point. He won't. The my point is exactly that because he's not in the NRL at at the moment. They don't want to. Put him in the comp because they know that there could be certain situations that are gonna blow up yeah, in the media and stuff. Like but if he was in the comp, they might not have sacked him because they can't sack a guy who has these Christianity, uh, you know, ideals and stuff like that. But when you have guys who are, you know, beating up their misses, they're doing all this stuff. My point is, it's like. If you're not in the competition... If, if there was a guy who beat up his missus... Well, there is. Hold on. Let no, me... no, just, just let me finish this point. If there was a guy who beat up his missus and then wanted to join the NRL from NFL or from Rugby Union or whatever, I don't think he would get in. What
0: about a guy but that beat you're... up someone else's missus and scared kids in a New York hotel room?
1: They've let him in. I believe they call him Mr. Lodge.
0: Let, let me just go through. See all these highlights on the page? <laughs> these are only the ones I can remember. Josh Addo Carr... Lockdown, went and started shooting guns with, uh, guns with Luttrell. He's going to be a great star on the dogs. Jesse Bromwich, cocaine during the season. Thomas Burgess, sending dick pics. Nelson Solioma, I can't even say his name. Big Nelson, punching people in Bali. Mitchell Pierce, having sex with dogs. Adam Elliott. He never had sex
1: with a dog. <laughs> We've got to clear that up just I'm, in case I'm, Mitchell I'm Pierce so is Piercey, listening right now.
0: <laughs> Pearce is under the pump. I'm sorry. I'm a big <laughs> Pearce fan. I, was, I just threw that in for the, the last. I'll tell you what's not funny. If I'm, um, uh, Leisha's, if I'm Leisha. Adam Elliott getting a dobbin from his teammate's girlfriend out the front of his own house. Yep. Dylan Walker bashing up people at a pizza shop. Uh, f- f- for now. Our suspended manly hooker who's stabbed someone at church. Nathan Cleary, breaking COVID. Naden, doing cocaine, grand final night. Grand
1: final eve, to be perfectly honest. De
0: Bellin. The rape case. Already, he's on a rape case. All these guys still have contracts. Yes. All he did, Stephen, all he did was a tweet. Well, he might have done a few things at church too, but all he did was condemn people to hell if you're drunks, homosexual adulterers liars thieves and atheists steven i am
1: five of those six things and because i'm not the sixth thing
0: he's not allowed to play
1: that my my point out of all of that is if he was in the nrl and then he sent out that tweet i don't think he would have got sacked from the nrl he would have gone to the integrity commission they would have dealt with it the way they deal with other things when you're not a part of the NRL, it's harder to get into the NRL if you've made these mistakes in the past. If you make these mistakes, they, they don't want that sort of... Look, the NRL's not happy that Dylan Walker punches someone or Corey Norman has a fight on the street and someone, uh, something like that. They're not happy they have to deal with that, but these guys are already part of their competition. You don't want to bring in a guy who already has this baggage... And then have to deal with it because what happens if they sign Falau and then Falau goes off the rails as well? They they're going to get called out for it. No other comp wants him at the moment. They're just playing it safe. And look, to be honest, the NRL has seventy thousand different issues with players. They don't need seventy thousand and one. All
0: right, we're one all, Steve. I'll give you that one.
1: <laughs> You're wrong about Kronk. I'm two and zero. All
0: right, this one is this one. We probably won't fight about. It's more of a question towards you. I've got three players that, these new rules that should suit, but their past two years have just been horrendous. They don't play to their paycheck. We're going to start with Hunt for the Dragons. He's halfback. They've given him the extra pressure of being captain. Is he, is there, is he capable of getting to his 2000 and, was it 17 form, 16 form? Of the I, like
1: ben Hunt's one of the biggest enigmas to me, and I don't know what to expect from him because it's, It's really hard to see because the fact is he's halfback this year. He's going to be captain this year for the Dragons. He wasn't good enough as a halfback last year that they had to pigeonhole him into hooker and put Cam McInnes to lock. I don't know if does anyone know what Ben Hunt's best position is, and does anyone know if he'll be able to recover his form? I think I think he should be playing halfback. I don't know if he's he doesn't live up to his paycheck. Put it that way. I'm sacking him. You're sacking him. Yep. All right. Milford,
0: same, looks like he's lost confidence. They both look like they lost confidence from losing a grand final.
1: I will give Milford uh, free reign for six rounds just because for the fact that he has... I did
0: that for 20 rounds with him last year.
1: I only give that just because he has a new coach. You, You have a new... When you have a new coach, you get six rounds to prove you are the player that you assigned to be. And if he's not then you like it's it's going to be one of Kevin Walters' first decisions he's got to make. If if Milford doesn't play up to his paycheck, then I think you get rid of him as soon as possible. Sack and him. last
0: one, Moylan.
1: Moylan's, playing 5-8 this week. Wow. Moylan's already a concern to me in the fact that he's playing 5-8 this week for the Sharks. The fact that they're putting him at 5-8 and they know when Sean Johnson comes back, he won't be playing in the halves, that already concerns me. You're putting him in a position that he's not going to be long-term for the Sharks. I think he should play fullback. I think he should stay fullback. If he can't be as good a fullback as he's proven to be in the past, then Will Kennedy can come in. Will Kennedy is not a good, is not as good a fullback as Matt Morland in form, but the concern is that they're moving Matt Morland around to fill gaps. If he plays for six weeks and then Sean Johnson comes back, he's going to have to move to a different position, and I don't think he's going to usurp a guy like Sean Johnson or Chad Townsend. I don't think he plays so, to his paycheck.
0: So my problem with all three of them, i I've put them all in the same box, they remind me as a young 12-year-old Clint McGrath when all of a sudden you've come up against these Polynesian boys that are bigger, faster, and stronger, and the game, they're just that big and strong now. I don't think they... It, it, I don't think any of them can bounce back. I think they've they've done their dash. You look at the five eights now that are dominating. They're big bodies. Yep. Your monsters, and I mean Walker gets away with it a little bit, but he he's got this confidence that these guys have, and he knows how to hit holes. Yeah. He's more of a hole runner than these guys are. Now, out of those three, Hunt, I'm giving you one last chance. I'm going to back Hunt, but I'm sacking the other two.
1: Well, look, uh, perf- to be perfectly honest, with those three, my biggest concern with them is when they're one-on-one defensively 10 metres out from their line, are they going to stop a rampaging second rower? Are they going to stop a Viliami cacao or something like that one-on-one? I don't think they can do that. And that's where their small bodies and they get put into focus as much as possible. It's just like, if you're not good enough to defend one-on-one on your own line, are you good enough to be the half of a team in the NRL? And the last one
0: for back and sack before we take another break. Harry and Megan, you're backing them or you're sacking them. I'm
1: I'm backing them to the hilt. So oh it's like God, I, this is going to be a long <laughs> freaking. <year. laughs> what like what? What's the negative? It's just like they've they've shown that the. Uh, uh, oh, I don't have notes for this one, but I don't. I, I don't just have don't notes. I don't need <laughs> notes
0: because I'm very good at reading people, right? And this chick will be the death of England. She will kill good, a con- good. What do you mean good? Good. They've. They've. They're. Stephen, never date a chick with uh, daddy problems. It's a real thing, this daddy problem thing.
1: Oh, I just want to date a chick in any situation. I'm going to so. give
0: Harry some advice. Harry, I've been there. Like, I haven't been prince of a country or dated a movie star. You're really star, talking yourself up there. But I, I mean, I haven't been there in that situation. Not yet. But I've da- yeah, well, <laughs> it's getting further away. I've dated a really hot chick. And you wake up in the morning, Harry, and you look and you go, geez, I'm lucky. You might even get lucky, you might get your end in that morning And then you go, how good's this day going to be? But slowly as the day goes on, she just turns and turns into this monster Until one day you're going to crack it So Harry, my advice is to you, when you come home Have a Hillary swank, make yourself a cup of tea Have no noise, look at a blank wall, And ask yourself, what the fuck are you doing?
1: That's what I do before this podcast, mate
0: all right, we're going to take another quick break and we'll finish up. Oh, no, we've got plenty to go here. We've got the chasing pack. If any of these next eight teams that are a chance of making the finals, we're going to give a few predictions out there and I'm going to have to redo that uh... <laughs> ad-breaking. <laughs> Yes, welcome back. Time for the chasing pack. So we've had our top five at the start of the show. Now we're going to try and pick the bottom of the eight probably. I think the only, these teams are only fighting out for seventh and eighth, I'd say. So, Paigey, out of the remaining teams in the comp that we haven't talked about, who's making this eight? It's,
1: it's a tough one because it's just like every team has their plus and minuses at the moment. Uh, everyone's on the Titans bandwagon at the moment. I'm not too sure about them. Uh, I think a lot of people got on the Titans' bandwagon when they expected Cam Smith to come in there. Cam Smith makes any team a top eight team. Uh, I don't. I'm not too sure with the Titans with Mitch Rain as their hooker, uh, Jamal Fogarty, Ash Taylor in the halves. It's they've got a guy in Brimson who I think is an amazing fullback. I just don't know. I think they make the eight. I think Tino's a good buy. I think think Tino and David... I think they have the best back row in the comp, but I don't know if a best back row in a comp makes up for your spine not being in the top five or six. I I also
0: think that they're probably... Once they can clear um, Ash Taylor's million-dollar thing at the end of this year, that's going to allow them to either get a hooker or that outside back that they're missing.
1: Oh, they did brilliant um, from last year where they got rid of contracts like you know Bryce Cartwright. They got rid of Shannon Boyd. They got rid of guys who... Were brought in to try to make that team something, but I think Ryan they're, James. yeah, they're definitely they're on big money, they're build- and that's why they weren't able to dig themselves out of the hole from the previous year. Exactly, the the, the Titans are building something. I just don't think they're there yet. Is uh, The eight beyond them? No, I think I think they'll make. I, I I think they'll be eighth or ninth. I think they'll be right on the fringe.
0: All right. Any Warriors had a pretty decent year considering the tough situation they were put in having to stay away from home for the whole season. They've got a new coach and a couple of good signings, I believe.
1: I don't... Like, for me personally, I think the Warriors overperformed a crazy amount last year. They did amazing being based in Australia the whole year. They had to rely on loan signings. Jack Hetherington had a great uh, great few games for them. Oh, um, but <laughs> but I think star. they've... Honestly, I'm... Interested to see where they are. It's obviously two of us, are Shacks last season. I just, I, I, don't know where they are as well because I thought Todd Payton was an, a brilliant coach for them last year, especially when they were down on numbers. They were in based in Australia. They hadn't seen their family. I thought they, they deserved, they should have come last last year, Warriors, and they outperformed. They deserved to make the eight last year. I, th- I think they can make the eight again this year, but uh, the coaching is my issue. And I again, they're right where the Titans are for me. They're eighth or ninth. They're seventh, seventh, eighth or ninth. I a
0: think. lot of these teams are all in similar positions. Just they, they have the ability, but you're just not quite confident that they're going to do it every week. Knights can probably put them in the same position. Um, Pong is out for a couple of weeks, so it's not going to help their start of their season. But I think the Knights. I think the Knights. They ran seventh last year, without a hooker. And as I've said earlier on in the show, I think hooker is. Such a vital position these days, and
1: Jaden Braley, he's a, he's a little gun. He's a gun. He's a, he's a good player. The only thing I'm concerned about with the Knights is looking at their round one lineup. I think their bad back line is dreadful. But that's that's the back line they had last year, except for Ponga was fullback. Look, to be and honest, they came like, they've seven. got Bradman best. They, when well, Ponga, comes back, Ponga comes back, they're going to look good. But Where's well, Big Edrick?
0: Where's my big Edrick Lee? Yeah,
1: yeah, Ed- Edrick's oh, injured. Oh, legs Lee. Unfortunately, Edrick's injured at the moment, and they've decided not to offer him a contract for next year. I can't year. believe that.
0: I-, I thought he was such a terrible player, but his last six months last year was the best of have seen him play.
1: Yeah, well, honestly, like he was he was the best outside back for them. But like, All I'm right. I'm interested to see what the Knights do. I think the Knights are interesting compared to the Warriors and the Titans in the fact that I think the Knights have a great spine. It's what they do outside of that spine. They have a great forward pack. They brought in Frizzell this year. Crazy. I think their forward pack will dominate a lot of teams. You have the Safiti brothers. You have Clemmer. You have Frizzell. You have Suasi Su. Yeah, Suasi Su, mate, from the Dogs, mate. It's just like, yeah, that's yeah. where he learned his best football. That's so. right. That's why the Dogs,
0: we'll just bring all <laughs> reserve graders in and take our best players out. All right. Here is my outrageous prediction. I love an outrageous prediction. You're probably not going to agree. But the Tigers are going to make the eight, Stephen. They're going to make the eight. They're going to be well inside the eight. But the Tigers are going to win a comp in the next two years. Wrong. Wrong. Two years. Maybe three at worst. They're building. I ripped them last year, but they're building. The Tigers have recruited beautifully.
1: Yes, agreed.
0: Last year, I ranted on about how bad their salary cap situation was. And within six months, they've not completely fixed it. But, jeez, it looks a hell of a lot better. Right now than it did last year. And blokes like Roberts looks good. He looked good against Manly's fifth grade side. Tamo's a great buy as a captain now as yeah, well. Yeah, I
1: think Tamo's a great leader. They Offer needed and a leader.
0: He's good on his day.
1: And this Laurie
0: bro, he could be anything.
1: My, I still have the problem where it's just like, who are you relying on from uh, in their spine? Well, I like Brooksy. I
0: always like Brooksy.
1: Uh, look, Brooks uh, is Brooks good enough to win a comp? Yes,
0: I, Brooks is no worse. Brooks is the same as blokes like Pierce. He's no. I don't. I think he's the same
1: as Pierce. And I rate Pierce as a good. I know a lot of people. I don't. think. P- I think Pierce is a good. Like Pierce is good enough to win a comp. But I but
0: think, like, mate, I could, Brooks is better than half these guys.
1: Yeah, but uh, but, Kyle my point, Flanagan, but my point again. But my point is like, <laughs> you look at you look at I don't Brooks. Know who the Warriors guys are look at look at Brooks's spine. Okay, at the six, he has Moses by
0: No, he doesn't. He's going to have.
1: Dewey. Dewey. Yes. And he looks huge.
0: And he's exactly what. Th- we were talking before about the big 5'8s and everyone backtracking that he's going to come into his own this year, Dewey.
1: Oh, I have a massive. I think he's one of the most overrated footballers in the Condor. Okay. Dewey, well,
0: so. that's, that's a good little bet we can have too. I reckon he's going to be on a fire. Keep going with your spine. No, it's
1: not. They, like, they, uh, they don't have a hooker. Imagine they had Harry Grant. They don't have a hooker. It's like, mate, if they still had Tedesco, then yeah, I can see... Oh, like, shit, yeah, a, if we all had Tedesco. Yeah, if everyone but Tedesco had, to had Tedesco.
0: had to leave because they are a basket case
1: then. Yeah, but it's, it's, I just don't see where they, like... Oh, it, look, I can see them Laurie, winning. I can North
0: see a gun? Can, he's the most underrated
1: player in the North, world. North Luma should be playing for New South Wales, put it that way. But I think they can... Leilua. I think they can beat every team from 9 to 16. I think right. they can beat every well, team the below ad- them. But the problem is, I've like there's no one in that team who I think can, like I don't think I don't see them beating the Storm. I don't see them beating Penrith. I don't see them I beating. I think they
0: do. I think they will upset a few teams. They have a little. They look a bit like the Panthers to me. They look a That's little a bit like the huge core. I think the Panthers have a better forward back. But if you look at the out, if you look at the, you got Kickout. Luciano is like Kickout. He's exactly the same player.
1: So you're comparing. Luke Brooks and Adam Dewey to Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary.
0: Outside backs. Outside backs. I think their outside backs
1: <laughs> look very
0: similar. I just think Dane Lawrence... Who's Larris, there, Stephen Crichton? I just think that... Uh, well, Roberts and Leilua are good, good. Leilua was a gun for Raiders. Le, he put on a bit of weight.
1: Leilua's good if he decides he wants to did play, you, play a game. Did you, so.
0: I'm telling you, Roberts is going to have a big year. He looks fit and angry and mm. fast. Anyway, Tigers will win the comp within two years. You heard it here first. Get on now. As there's a market out. Chase down. All right, Paige, this is what we're waiting for. All right, before we actually get stuck into our two teams, I'm a Manly fan, you're a Dogs fan. I'm sick of getting stuck around Dogs fans. It feels like for six months <laughs> I've been telling you they're all idiots. But let's just go through the who I think will be the bottom three. Actually, you know what? I don't. But this is what people think the bottom three will be. Brisbane Dragons, Bulldogs. Now, we can't see the Broncos... We'll keep it short and short. We can't see the Broncos improving. Their, their no. team's actually worse than last year. Yep. Kev's an untried coach. Yep. They might be up for the first six weeks, but they won't be able to sustain it.
1: I also think Kevin Walters... Like, I don't ever think you should hire a coach who's done State of Origin and gone on from there because State of Origin, you have the best squad available. You have guys like Cameron Smith who are just leading the team. You're not making new plays. You're not, you're not setting a new structure. You've got the best available players... You're not exactly preparing for a whole season. I think Kevin Walters is going to fail miserably. The only thing that I think is going to save him is the fact that the Dragons are easily the worst team in the comp this year.
0: Well, you've been telling me you want to talk the Dragons and rip their heads off. Here's your chance. Why are the Dragons the worst team in the comp?
1: I have never seen a worse starting lineup for the first round of the season than the Dragons. I think. Shit, I'm looking at one on the same page. Yeah, it's like is there it literally looks like half a reserve grade team. What about the Bulldogs? Mate, look, look, put, we're not going into that right now. Player to player. The Bulldogs will beat the Dragons by 50, but the Dragons I just think the Dragons are easily going to come last this year. They've brought in Griffin as a coach who good record I don't I don't think so. I think he's one of he's the best He's never worst missed coaches. the finals. Yeah, he also had one of the best Best uh, Brisbane teams, and then he lost by fifty in the he's finals. Also as well. got sacked when his team was running fourth. Yeah, he's also a racist, but you know, <laughs> he's not going. He's not. I don't think he's got much going for him. I don't think he's going to be the the one to turn. I don't think he was the guy to sign after you got rid of McGregor. I think. I we, think this Dragons teams better than last year, and they didn't run last last year. I I will put every single dollar I own on the Dragons coming last this year. Oh, I don't. Yes. I, I. I. can't see... Like, where is? where are the points but coming from on that
0: team? Stephen, they've run 12th last year, so they've beat four other teams last year, and their team's better this year.
1: Is their team better yes, this year? Yes, they've, they've got two
0: centres. Zach Lomax will probably go they've close got, to playing Origin.
1: Yeah, they've got actually probably the best... They've got probably one of the best centre pairings in the comp. Yeah. But besides that, I just, look at their forward pack. Their forward pack is just dreadful. Like, Paul Vaughan's great, but besides that, who are you, who else in that forward pack makes a starting lineup elsewhere? Um,
0: uh, who's Josh Kerr? Is that's my point. Um, <laughs> yeah, forward's, forward's
1: not good. Forward's yeah. not good there. But you, and, and every team has forward injuries during the year. I, if that's their starting lineup up forward pack, how is that forward pack going to beat any team? And they don't have Cam McKin- Like I know you don't like Cam McKinnis. Yeah, Andrew, I, I Andrew McCullough. This, but and, I want to ask you this. Yeah. What am I missing with Cam McKinnis that everyone else sees? He's, he's one of those old school I don't think he's Like like I said when I named my top four Hookers earlier And I forgot to mention Josh Hodgson. That was a complete yeah, mistake They cool. were my top five Cam McInnes is not up there Cam McInnes is one of those Old school hookers Who makes 50 tackles a game and.
0: But they were making out the Dragons When I they
1: lost him That was the end of the world yeah, uh, I agree with you. The Dragons you, obviously
0: offered him, him. I don't know what they offered him, but they obviously offered him what he
1: was worth. I honestly, the agree- Sharks are overpaying. Yeah, I honestly agree with you. He's not that great of a hooker.
0: I put him in the same boat as blokes like Josh Jackson. You need him in your team. But yeah, that's you, a great point. You, you're not. He's not winning your games, and he's not. You're paying him overs. Like what's Josh Jackson? on, Seven hundred thousand. Storm have Fanukan, who is the exact same player who is now captain. He's on 400,000. And you could go through the list of teams that have my, similar players that just... You need them in your team. Yeah. But to pay 700,000, 600,000 for oh, a bloke course. who just makes tackles, my theory is if he's not there, someone else will make the tackle.
1: But, but, but my perspective out of all this, just in regards to talking about the Dragons for this season, is that I don't think McCulloch is an upgrade from McInnes. They've they've gotten worse at the hook. position, but they're position. also
0: but maybe they're not. But they're not paying six hundred thousand that dragons fans wanted. Yeah, but, him to pay. Look,
1: but like I said, you look at that forward pack where that's where they've already got two million invested in their halves who have been terrible for two years. Yeah, that that's the problem. They're wasting as soon as they get the likes of Hunt Norman off the books, there'll be a team to consider where they can actually spread that money around. They've got a great centre pairing. I think Jack Bird's gonna. Be probably one of the most Improved players this season But it's just oh, I think I, Lomax is going to be a star I think Lomax yeah, He
0: reminds me of um, gaznia
1: I think he's got a lot of that in him yeah. And it's just I'm just concerned Great goal kicker too I'm just concerned that their forward pack Is just going to get Beaten yeah. up by different teams Look
0: I'm not going to say you're wrong But I have a sneaking suspicion The Dragons are going to do A lot better than what people Have given them credit for You're uh, saying
1: they're making the eight? Oh hell no Oh <laughs> fucking
0: no. Jesus No way All right Time to talk our two teams. Yep. <laughs> What's your bet? If if you say Bulldogs will beat Manly this year in the ladder, yeah, no, that's I'll, that's name, literally name, my bet. That's name, literally name my bet. Name your bad. price. Um, name your price.
1: No, I think the Dogs will do better than uh, uh, the Eagles this year, this season. I don't, I don't see much in that Eagles team. They rely too much on the team. To brothers mm. that are always are always injured, yes, and it's like the fact is, it's just like. But what if they're not injured? Well, if they're not injured, that they, they could be anything. But that that's that's like asking if um you know Andrew Johns comes back and plays for the Dogs this year. It's just like they are injured. That's what happens. Now, Andrew they're Johns is like, a first
0: grader. The Dogs only buy reserve graders, Stephen. Uh, That'd be
1: silly. Uh, I believe Jack Hetherington Hold played on. a lot of first. Have back-
0: the <laughs> Dogs got the Australian halfback? Have they got the Australian halfback? No, they don't have that. Have they got the Australian full black slash winger? No, they don't have that either. Yeah, but... Have do- they got the New Zealand 58? Oh, no, it's... They a, don't have that either. No. Have they got the Australian lock? They don't have that either. They got a New Zealand front rower? They don't have that either. What have the dogs got that makes you think that they're going to beat that manly side?
1: That, all you mentioned just then, why didn't they make the eight last year then? Because Trevojevic got injured Yeah, exactly. That's my point. And it's just like... But what if he Ch-
0: plays? We can. Tr-
1: if- Cherry Evans is literally one of the best players in the comp. But it's just like, you can't talk about what but, if they don't get injured when on. you sign a guy like Kieran Foran for the season. Well, and, and who expecting- is your
0: best player? <laughs> Stephen, your team won three games last year. And guess who was man of the match? Yeah, well, that's but... why
1: we signed Carl Flanagan so, and Jake Avrilo thing- are going to be our halves for the year. And they're not going to be injured for 26 rounds. Let me
0: just go through. Dogs fans, listen up. Because I don't want to repeat this every time I'm at the pub with you. Kotrick, big money, winger, playing centres. Here we go. Trent Barrett's coaching. Here we go. Allen, reserve grade footballer, played origin, played well. I'm on, still on the fence. I'm mm. still on the fence there.
1: Would you rather, put, put it this way, with Trubojevic out, would you rather Corey Allen as your fullback or Dylan Walker?
0: Dylan Walker's not fullback.
1: Yep, well, he's in the lineup as a fullback.
0: Uh, Stez haslam, <laughs> mate. You had him as coach. You know he plays these stupid games.
1: Yeah, he also overpaid players. Just let me go through and your recruiting. Why okay, yeah, Bulldogs fans it. think yep. they're going
0: to be really good? Yep. Kot- like I said, Kotrick's a winger. He's going to be playing in the centers. That never works out. Allen's a reserve grader. Waddell was barely making our injury-prone Eagles team last year, so let's say he's a reserve grader. Hetherington, reserve grader. Flanagan got dropped for two teenagers that have barely played a game of NRL. And then on the on top of that, you gave us your best player. You gave us your only good player, and you gave it to us. You lost Corey here and What's your name? Corey Herera 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 Naira Naira. last year.
1: Who was your best player? Sue was pretty good for it. You. you lost him too. For Tyler Marin is easily our best player last year. Yeah. Well, yeah. He,
0: he, did you keep him? Yeah. Oh, um. okay. So, right, so <laughs> you've made one thing, and not oh. on top of all that, you have the worst coach in the NRL.
1: Worst coach? Again, I'm gonna. Like, that's my biggest like gripe out of this whole thing because easily the worst coach is the Dragons Griffin. Griffin is easily uh, the worst okay. coach in the comp. Kevin Walters has never coached a game of first grade football, and you're and he's me a better tra- coach.
0: Barrett took a finals team to absolute nowhere, and Manly haven't recovered from the Barrett era. Manly is still trying to. recover. Yeah, but who was coached
1: before Barrett? Tuvi. Yeah, but I I mean with uh, every time that someone takes over from like a Hazler era. A team goes to shit Because it's just like Unfortunately Well Haz-
0: took after Hazard And he took him to a grand final
1: Yeah He still had the same squad As soon as they had to start Filtering out that squad That's when they lost Well they
0: barely First season Tra- Barrett was in charge Barely the Barrett's squad was pretty much there Except Trent for what Barrett will.
1: Uh, I, I'm uh, what After after, after team your team? comment about The Tigers making a grand final In the next two years Was it grand final Or winning the comp uh, Well win the comp uh, dogs will win a cup in the next four years. So <laughs> four, four years <laughs> four. Uh, in my lifetime. <laughs> and again,
0: your big <laughs> signing coming next year is a reserve grader in Matt Burton. Matt Burton. Reserve grader. Okay. Okay. We'll put yeah, it this. Uh, way. Uh, the no, dogs no. have got six people. Five of them reserve grader. Kotrick's the only first grader. Let's talk what the Rabbits did. Arrow, Marshall, Mansell, all first graders. Roosters, sawali they've gone and got the best young player. Tigers,
1: Roberts, Tamao, Offen, Gower, Laurie. No, no, you can't you can't say that with the Tigers when Roberts wasn't even in a squad last year. He wasn't in talk- South
0: Squads, they're just in plains. Yeah,
1: Titans, <laughs> Titans. You can't talk about a reserve grader and then talk about a player who didn't play at all. But he's on the market, go get him. No. Roberts is not a better player than Kotrick.
0: Far out, we're going to have so many bets this year.
1: We're going to have so many bets this year. Cotrick's Cotrick. Cotrick's still going to make New don't get me South. Kotrick's going to play wing for New South Wales I this like
0: year. I like him. I like him. But just the recruiting and the way Dogs people are telling me they're going to have a big year. I just don't understand I'm it. not
1: like put it this way, I'm they're not going to make the 8 this year. Not gonna they're not going to make the 8. Make
0: what the position eight. are they going to come? What? I think I think they'll Who come. Who are they beating?
1: I think they're going to come about 11th or 12th. I think that's where the Dogs are going to come. But I think the dogs next year, when they bring in a uh, Ado car on the wing, they bring Matt Burton in the halves. It's fine to talk about how these guys are reserve graders, but like put it this way. Matt Burton's behind Nathan Cleary and Jerome Luai who were two of the best halves in the comp. That's fine That's how you've got to recruit You've got to pick players Who just are bad and That's like... not
0: what the other teams did The other teams went and got first graders The Titans went and got For and Tino Yeah but The Warriors I'm talking... got for Blake and Aiken.
1: You have not mentioned a half yet That's my point You still so... don't have a half though Matt Burton's a half My point is It's like There's a very limited Amount of halves in the comp You've got to go Searching out of the way for them Manly has recruited Kieran Foran Who has played about 17 games In the last 17 years yeah, well, and you're talking about him being Like your saviour The problem is, it's just like, we're signing Matt Burton If Matt Burton doesn't work out for us It doesn't work out, but we've got two young halves Who could potentially be something And it's a much better situation than dealing With Brandon Wakem, Lachlan Lewis And the half carousel that The Dogs had over the last few years That's The problem was, Kieran Foran Was our best half best
0: Because we, cause we best, had no one best, else that, That's the point you had no one else, yeah, and exactly. you still—you've only got trick this year. It's the same team that ran last on percentage. You didn't come last last year. Why is it going to be better this year? I'm telling you, you lost your best player. I'm
1: telling you, we're better than the Eagles this year, and we're going to make a bet about yeah, this. I will tell you what, the Eagles are
0: better than probably half the teams. Half the teams. <laughs> Eagles will make the eight. The Dogs will run last. Now we're going to end every episode up with. Uh, a what do you call it? A last man standing competition. We're gonna do start with ten bucks and it's gonna jackpop just between the two of us. So we're only allowed to tip an outsider on the
1: odds. You can't tip any favourites. So for round one, Stephen, who's your tip? Uh, for round one, it's it's super difficult, round one, because you just never know what it's gonna happen with round one. I um looking at the odds, there's not much <laughs> not much value there with the outsiders but I'm going to go with the New Zealand Warriors to beat the Gold Coast Titans New Zealand Warriors are paying 220 to beat Gold Coast Titans I think the Warriors they're going to be a team around it this year they're going to Beat some good teams. All right, you're taking the Warriors, Steve. I don't nobody
0: hear about it. I'm <laughs> going to take the team that you think is going to run last this year. I'm going to take the Dragons, and there'll be two points in front of the Dogs by the end of the round. Are oh, you kidding yourself? Now, that is a big episode. <laughs> Huge episode. A lot of arguments. It's going to be a good year. Good year. I asked you before, I said, are you left wing or right wing? You said, I don't know. You're left wing, brother. <laughs> you are a
1: lefty. All right. I am left-handed, so that makes sense.
0: Thanks for listening. Next week, we'll throw some AFL in and any other sports, if... Something happens during the week. A bit of a recap of this week's NRL and see how wrong we got our tips. But to take us out, in honour of Kronk, two-timing, double-teaming bastard, Shaggy, it wasn't me. See you next week. But she got me on the counter. It wasn't me. Saw me banging on the sofa. It wasn't me. I even had her in the shower. It wasn't she me. She even got me on camera. It wasn't she me. She saw the marks on my shoulder. It
1: wasn't me.
0: There's the words that I told her. It wasn't me. Heard the screams getting louder. It wasn't me. She stayed until it was over. Honey came in and she got me ready.